Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. All right, everyone, here we go. We are in a important episode. This is probably one of the hardest ones I've had to make and probably one of the ones I didn't want to make. Um, and I've got a few notes here I want to share with you. We've got a lot going on. I think we're going to title this broken borders, you know, how to prepare. Uh, the question comes in a lot about self defense. And, um, I just posted an article on my Facebook page. You can probably find it at Shane Eidelman. Uh, I think the title is guns. What does the Bible say? And so this isn't really a podcast about that. Um, just my, my quick view is, uh, obviously self-defense is biblical. You know, somebody just wants to lay down their life for themselves and, you know, that, that's up to them. But if they're called to protect others, um, you know, that's a game changer. Jesus even said, if my kingdom was of this world, in other words, they were coming to take him by force, then his disciples would have fought. Uh, he told his disciples to buy a sword. Uh, first Timothy tells us that we, if we don't even provide for our family financially, we're worse than an unbeliever. How much more physically should we provide and cover and protect now granted um we should seek peace uh, at every turn and 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 um you know um ag- not aggression but defense isn't our default you know our default is to uh seek peace and to be loving and understanding but there comes a time in the a place where obviously we have to defend. So, I mean, I'm not going to go into a lot of details on that. If you disagree, that's between you and God. Um, I just, I can't even see how that would, to me, that would be very cowardly, um, that we, we are called to defend. So the overview, I mean, obviously most of you know what's going on more than, than even I do. Some of you, uh, I've got an email, got a text this morning from a very well-known pastor, a friend of mine. Um, not going to go into a lot of detail, but it was, it was pretty alarming. Um, you know, of what's, what's been allowed to, who's been allowed to come into our country through our open borders. Uh, you, you'll see it on the news. Actually, as I'm recording this, it just hit the news today. Um, that obviously Hamas and Hezbollah and different terrorist, or, terrorist organizations, which, you know, we all know we've been seeing this for a long time are here and they call it sleeper cells. Um, and so, you know, they're looking for those opportune times. Um, now how they got weapons in. You know, they could have just brought them with them. Uh, you'll probably, you know, they'll probably be looking to detonate, you know, something on themselves, possibly cyanide bombs and, and things they can make. So that's what's going on. And it's very true, very real. So we either as Christians just stick our head in the sand like an ostrich, right? Or we say, okay, you know, here's what we're up against. God's word has a lot of advice. Um, I'm not going to live in fear. Um, that's, that's really the key. And when it comes to self-defense, I want to say this before I forget the Bible says God will re- recompense evil. Yes, but we are also called to protect. And sometimes he uses us to protect. Um, it, obviously if it's done legally in the right way, in the right heart and things like that. Um, but preparing is wisdom. Preparing is wisdom. That's just, that's just being wise, but fearing is not being wise. Okay. Preparing is wisdom, but fearing 
is not using wisdom, is not being wise. So, yes, we're to pre- prepare uh, those who, you know, cho- choose to have weapons. Um, I, I mean, I think you're just you're ready for a situation. Um, but it, it is difficult because you have to take it everywhere you go. And you're always, you know, kind of look, looking around and and you just you're, you're fearful. So if you're fearful all the time, that's not healthy. But also remember, that's how the terrorists operate, what they, they want to strike fear. So you don't go to large events. So you don't uh, go out with your family. So you live in fear. And when you do that, they win. That's kind of their MO. And as Christians, you know, we want to use wisdom. We don't want to see violence, uh, but we are prepared to meet our maker and we're prepared to defend our families. And, uh, the more you fill up on God's word, the less fearful you'll be. And so you can see if people are fearful and worried and, uh, you know, going to get my conceal and carry permit and I'm going to just bring it everywhere. And they're always on guard and they're letting fear dictate and drive their, their life. And it'd be really hard to live like that. Now in saying that, I know it's, it's challenging because fear does rise up, you know, especially, you know, with Christians, uh, we are a target too, as well. I think anybody's going to be a target. Any American's going to be a target. And I'm, we, we can't just, you know, ignore this and act like it's not real. Nothing's going to happen. Um, I, you know, and I, I hope, I hope there isn't a magnitude, uh, event that happens, um, um, uh, an event of such magnitude as in Israel. And I believe the churches that are praying and fasting God's remnant will definitely, um, definitely slow down any type of terrorism. Um, but you know, how do we prepare? There's some practical things as a pastor, how I prepare our family, uh, our church, um, and how I think we should prepare. And of course, if you talk about physical preparation, you, you do want to have, you know, some storage of food and, and water if possible and uh, be ready, you know, if electricity goes out for a while and, um, and just to be ready, be, you know, use, use wisdom. Um, maybe, you know, if you're, you're a single mom, you've got kids, you can't afford it, go to your church and, and see if they can buy. I mean, there's food available that lasts like 25 years, uh, and it doesn't taste bad and it's, it, you know, comes in a box. And, you know, I think that's just using wisdom. I don't, I don't know if we're just supposed to throw caution to the wind and, and not take any steps at all. Um, now, if you're just trusting in God completely, you're not, you're not going to lock your doors. You don't care about any of this. You know, I applaud you. That's, that's, that's not a bad thing either, but I just don't feel that I am to throw caution to the wind when God has called, especially men to protect and to guard. And, and that's kind of my role and the role of many men to be that watchman on the wall. Um, and so I feel have complete peace that, that I don't want to live in fear and I don't want to get overly, um, you know, worried about this. Um, and I know guns do, you know, there's a, in our nation, just people, a lot of fear, uh, guns don't kill people. People do, uh, look what happened in Israel. If they would have been equipped, they probably could have stopped a lot of the terrorism. Uh, and I grew up with guns at 12 years old. I was in the, uh, state trap shooting association, um, in the finals, uh, shooting trap and always, you know, 12 gauge, even loaded in my closet at 12 years old. You know, my dad taught us a lot of, uh, rules and health and, and, and health, uh, safety and, and things like that. And you never point the weapon at anyone and always assume it's loaded and and just take a great a, a great care in that and we've got the second amendment that is our constitution the founders foresaw this and so um you know 
when I go to visit my brother in Idaho and, and it's, it's, it's open carry and you don't see nearly as much crime, nearly in much crime at all because that's a deterrent as well. So I think the people on the, especially the liberal left that get really freaked out, you know, they think guns are the problem and the more guns we have, the more problems we have. And, you know, you do have to be careful. I, I think, I think our vetting process for conceal and carry, especially here in California, they actually loosened it up and it's uh, fairly easy to to get a permit is uh, the, uh vet the people a little bit better you know uh, whether it's polygraph and and references and things like that so i think we can do a better job i think also you know with with like say an, uh, an assault rifle um you know what people don't realize is is those for those who have them especially with the 10 clip or the 15 clip or the 20 clip or you know you just the more the more ammunition you have the better it is to fight the bad guy so that's kind of the, the thought behind that. It's not that, you know, I love those little, those little things from the left that say, you know, you don't need 20 rounds to shoot deer. Well, it's not necessarily for shooting deer all the time. You know, if you're, I'm in, I'm close to an hour from Los Angeles and I still remember I was younger when that, those two bank robbers, uh, robbed the bank. Uh, I think I don't remember exactly where it was, but they were fully geared up. Uh, semi-automatic rifles and our LAPD officers. I talked to one of them. I think he goes to our church um, that uh, was there and there's not much you can do. You know, you just got a nine millimeter, you're hitting them. They've got the body armor and they've got assault rifles pop, 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 and they can just, it's just not, I think what happened is he had to go underneath the car, one of the, the, the LAPD and, and shot the guy's foot and then dropped him. And, and um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you got to, you got to be able to fight the enemy and the right people need to have the right things to do that. And the second amendment says that we can carry, uh, that we should be able to, there's, there's laws and things like that, hoping the Supreme court will uh, further make some changes. But anyway, physically. So yes, I think it's important to have supplies, not live in fear, you know, you, but you have supplies, you're, you're prepared. Uh, like you watch those doomsday preppers and man, they're overly prepared and they're, and it's all about fear really is. And so I feel bad for those people because, um, you know, that, that's not a good way to live either. Um, and also aware when I talk about physically prepared, you know, if my daughter goes jogging, Hey, you know, it might be good to take a, a knife or something just to defend yourself. I, I what about a dog? A, a, a dog comes running at you. You know, I mean, there's, there's just wise things to do. I would do that. Uh, also aware of your surroundings. Uh, you're seeing a lot of the videos being released of like, say, a women parking, women parking in a parking lot. And then somebody pulls up behind her, blocks her, goes in her. So you have to be very aware of your surroundings. Um, you know, I would just, you know, where you're parking the parking lot. Um, and, um, you know, maybe have, you know, if it's mace or something to where, you know, you can defend yourself because the world is getting crazy. I think that's a good idea. So those are, would be my top two or three. Um, but when it comes to being prepared physically, I'm going to talk about spiritually here in just a minute, but physically also, and I really believe this to be true is our body needs to be prepared physically and guys and gals, this is why we need to be taking care of God's temple. Uh, so your mind can be sharp, you know, with intermittent fasting or fasting or eating God-given foods, the weight is at a good weight, energy is at a good energy, you can perform well, you, you, you're not just slothful and lazy laying on the couch overweight. And I can say that because that's my default. I, I, I can go in that direction if I don't fight hard uh, to, to try to, you know, especially when I hit 50. 
boy, oh boy, does it get challenging. And I think, I don't know um, if how many of you saw this, but 70% now, I think it was from military times and also the news outlets are picking up 70%. I want you to, I want you to just sit on this for a minute, absorb it. 70% of our active, active, active military, not retired 20 years ago, 10 years, 70% are either overweight or obese. And that brings in tons of health issues, metabolic syndrome, and it leads to all the, you know, from Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, type 2 diabetes, and uh, low energy, lethargic, low testosterone levels, um, you know, the blood pressure, all these things are, are often diet related. So to me, part of being prepared is I would be physically prepared. Now it's not just to be prepared. That's great. But also you're feeling better. Your micro, your micro gut biome, they're finding all these studies, uh, that I was reading about years ago, a couple years ago, where it actually sends signals to your mind, depression, anxiety. Uh, it, it, it can build serotonin, uh, in your body. It can either, you know, fight or flight or give you that, that relaxing feeling. So as we're eating good, as we're taking care of our body, the mental changes that can take place are incredible. Uh, just a sense of peace, a sense of joy, um, not, not overwhelming like a drug, but you have that versus, you know, a lot of depression, uh, and dis, the attention disorder, disorder and things like that can be directly related or directly tied to the types of things we're putting in our body. So I, I would definitely look at your physical health and your, your lifestyle. The sad reality is, here's why this is so important too. When people get fearful like this, like with the borders and when the news reports of Hamas and Hezbollah are to hear, um, that usually produces the opposite effect. Instead of getting healthy and fit and making lifestyle changes and exercising, they run to Starbucks and get that uh, cake pop and that uh, Dunkin' Donuts and that pizza and they got to stop by Chick-fil-A in and out burger uh, all in the same day. And, and just, it just, you're just going to get overweight. And that, and what that food also does to you, um, I mean, if you're going to get Chick-fil-A, just, you know, eat the chicken breast by itself. Right. Um, it's same with in and out. Uh, yeah. You guys give me a rabbit trail here. So that's going to make you sluggish and tired and more depressed. So actually the thing we're trying to fight depression, fear, anxiety, we're actually consuming things that contribute to it. And, um, if you go back and listen to the last podcast, just recorded it recently, it probably just came out a few days or day before this one. Will I talk about, uh, making small choices and they, how they have a big influence and how God has been convicting me, uh, a, a lot over the years, especially about coffee, caffeine, and again, some of you might, this just might just be in one ear and out the next. It's no big deal. You don't, you don't, you don't struggle with this, but nine times out of 10, it, it, people do because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a stimulant. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a drug. So you're, you're, you're always, you know, you're intense and, and you're, you're, you're jittery and you're, you're impulsive and, and you're angry easy and you, you snap and it's because the caffeine, that's what it does. It's a drug that is a central nervous stimulant. It stimulates you and puts your body in the fight or flight. 
So whenever I, you know, I'm off, I'm off for that, just green tea or white tea or even purple tea, uh, organic, um, just, just so much because it has L-thionine in it too, the amino acid that really, uh, helps us relax. So it's a much smaller dose of caffeine. And so again, I know these are just practical steps, but they're big. They really add up the, the small things, uh, small things. My friend Malachi O'Brien said, um, small hinges open big doors. And I think I'm going to preach a sermon on that here. Hopefully I love that. Love that title. Uh, but then more than anything else, spiritually prepared. And if you're listening to my sermons, they will uh, prepare you spiritually for sure. Um, you have to be prayed up. And you have to put prayer on your calendar. So before I even look at my phone this morning, I made the mistake. I looked at that text message, um, that, uh, that came in and kind of messed me up. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know how much I didn't get permission. Well, I don't think he'll mind because it went out to different people, but basically that, um, that what we all know, um, with, um, with what's coming on our border and there could be some serious, uh, attacks, uh, and this was for California, you know, big areas. Um, so you do well, and that could go back to physical prep too, you know, um, avoiding, you know, if you avoid big cities or big events, then you're living in terror again, you know? And so I would just pray to God to give me wisdom. And then if I have wisdom and if I pray, if I have peace and, you know, I'm not going to miss something uh, and live in my house in fear, but I think, you know, you, you want to use wisdom. If there's a big, you know, Christian event, uh, hopefully they'll, they'll have great security and hopefully they'll allow those who have concealing carries to, uh, to, to, to be available and to, to be helping. And so, you know, that's just a, a side note, but physical preparation that that's key because that's the foundation, your physical, your, your spiritual preparation. I think I, sh- I should have said that's the foundation on which all of this is built. So as you're in the word of God, as you're reading Psalms, as you're realizing, Oh, God is the King. He's the conqueror. He doesn't allow evil to happen uh, other than what he allows through his permissive will. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm safe. I'm protected. But even like the three Hebrew boys, even if I go through a violent situation, God will be with me. I will not forsake him. And, and you're prayed up and you're even fasting. You're fasting. And as you're fasting and praying and be pray specific, pray specifically for your kid's school, pray specifically for your church, that, that, that God will put up that protection around your church, that, that people, that evil wouldn't even get over, over the highway to it, or in our case, get over the mountain uh, to it, that we just keep evil away. Lord, protect our staff and protect my family, protect this home. Give me wisdom. Give me insight. And then, um, you know, from that, obviously you, 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 you prepare spiritually in the sense of in the word of God being built up and giving that to your kids. Remember, uh, courage is contagious, but so is cowardliness. So is fear. So if you're always on the news and, and texting your friends and worried and fearful and got to go get that bottle of wine each night, you know, you're, you're going to have a, it's going to be a hellish, hellish. Yeah. Hellish, hellish, um, there'll be hellish ramifications on your children because you're feeding all of that in them. We should be feeding our children everything I just said. Hey, guys, you know, God's got this. It's, 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 this is what happens in the end times and also throughout church history. And we have to be prepared and, and we're going to be prayed up. We're not going to worry about, it. we're not going to leave in fear, but we're going to use wisdom. We're going to be wise. We're going to check our surroundings often. We're going to lock our doors and homes and, and know where our protective, uh, devices are at and how to use those and um, just trust in God.
And so I think that if you had that physical preparation, praying with your family, uh, teaching them, we're actually going to, um, my wife and I are getting our kids together tonight, this evening for that very reason. And just reassuring them because they see a lot of stuff on social media that they don't talk to you about. Uh, they don't tell you about it and they're seeing it and they're, they're, it's, in, it's, it's no doubt instilling fear. And we have to remember, you've got the world and you've got believers. So we're going to look at things a lot different. We don't need to let those new, the, the, that's why they call it clickbait clickbait you know that those 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 news headlines hit and then oh it's gonna happen to me it's gonna happen to my home well there's millions and millions and millions of homes in america and um you know it's 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 something you don't want to live in fear about you want to be prepared you want to use wisdom you want to be physically prepared and spiritually prepared but ultimately at the end of the day you cannot let fear control you you don't even have a spirit of fear uh you have a a spirit of peace and and of love and of sound mind if you engage that side of, of the holy spirit and you don't quench and grieve the spirit through fear that's really the key so anyway want to keep this around 20 minutes hope that was helpful uh as always um take it to the lord in prayer how he's going to guide me might be a different way than he's going to guide you uh, f- from finances to uh, being prepared in all areas. Maybe some of you might need to have more food uh, if you're going to be involved in outreach. Uh, maybe some of you don't feel comfortable. I, I a, f- a friend of mine, a, a guy I really respect, um, sold all of his uh, weapons a couple years ago, uh, goes to our church and uh, totally respect that. I, I don't, if that's what God put on his heart, maybe because he was trusting in, in those things and God, hey, just trust in me. Hey, I respect that. I, I think he's, you know, uh, in a good spot with the Lord. Um, but again, he hasn't, you know, God hasn't put that in my heart or many others. Hopefully we're open to his constructive feedback from above. Uh, but you know, you have to really just use wisdom in this area. Share this podcast, uh, like it subscribe, get it out there. We want to encourage people. We want to let people know that America will be united. I still believe God has, has, has called this nation to make a difference. There's filth, there's pornography, there's pollution. It is so dark right now, but we're supposed to be the light. And because of that light, God will make a difference. God will, um, he'll stand in the gap because he's, he, he looks to that remnant. You know, if I can just find a few people who are calling out to me, we've got thousands of people calling out to God, thousands of people. Um, I want to say millions, hopefully, but how many are truly, you know, seeking him and not wealth and riches and idolatry and things like that. So I, I'm, I'm good because God is good. God's got our back, whatever that means. You know, um, America is due for a spanking because, um, often God, the way God would judge Israel is, through through the um the conquering of you know the Assyrians the Babylonians the Medes the Persians the Hittites the Amorites the the, the Jebusites the Roman Empire conquer them and then you know it, it, God allows things like that to really wake us up and so I'm hoping that's not the case I'm hoping we the churches are full prayer meetings are full and we got to get back to really seeking God uh, like never before but I don't want you to fear. I'm not fearful whatsoever. Things could get pretty dark and I'm not going to look at the news headlines more than I'm going to look at the word of God. You've got to have more of the word in you to push out uh, all that darkness. If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Thank you for listening to us today, and join us again on the next episode.
Thank you for listening to Eidelman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidelman.com. Again, that's shaneidelman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.